Hi everybody, it's American Whiskey Jesus, and I am here with uh, Arthur Harris. What's up, people? <laughs> it's the king himself, King Arthur. He's here. Uh, and we are here tonight to drink some Highland Park Valkyrie whiskey. Yeah, fortunately for me, Mardina couldn't make it today. She's in San Francisco doing God knows what, and I'm going to drink this by myself. That, well, or with, with Whiskey me. G. With me. All right, if I have to. <laughs> I think we can share it. There's plenty. Uh, so, yeah, so we hope that you have your bottle of Highland Park Valkyrie single malt scotch whiskey, and you are... I'm going to open this, Arthur. Let's do it. All right, so there's so many little stories about this whiskey. I think you're going to find... You guys have to see this bottle. This is the sexiest liquor bottle really I have is. ever seen. It's really quite something. It is beautiful. You could tell a lot of thought went into the design of this thing. Matter of fact, I'm reading this right now. There, it's this bottle was designed by a Danish artist named Jim Lingvild. I am impressed that you could pronounce that. There is not, there's not a, a, a vowel in that name. Yeah, that's right. By a vowel, dude. By a vowel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> He's never been on Wheel of Fortune, obviously. Not at all. All right, so uh, Highland Park Valkyrie uh, Scotch, and uh, here's, here comes our, that magical sound, Arthur. You ready? All right. Ah, listen to Pretty that. Good. Actually, we do it again. Make it even louder. There All right. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Pour a little bit for Art. And we'll pour a little bit for Jesus. And... All right. So we're going to say a lot about this particular uh, whiskey pretty soon. But first, we're going to... We're just going to give cheers. Actually, mm. okay, so normally we'd say Slancha. That's the Scottish cheers okay but they make a big thing about their viking heritage with highland park so we're going to talk about that oh, so okay. instead we're going to say skull which skull? is skull which is the viking like the like the dip like the dip yeah oh man, okay skull right? skull brother all right uh, we're nosing it you can smell i'm just, i'm immediately smelling a small amount of peatiness not not a ton a little bit of smoke in there can you smell it just a little bit yeah just a little bit it's very smooth so we're nosing it we're nosing it. remember when you nose a whiskey hopefully in your glencairn glass don't jam your whole nose down there. Just put put it kind of right up to your lip. Breathe in with your mouth, and you just get all those all those delightful smells. Ah, oh, this will open up your sinuses. All right, here we go. I'm tasting. Our right. art's so far ahead of me. You just can't believe it. Yeah, I'm. Right. I'm, uh, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is good. I'm telling. Okay, so right away, what I what I want to say about this is that. For people who think scotch is super smoky and they don't like smokiness, this is, we'll talk about where the smoke comes from in a minute. Mm -hmm. This is kind of halfway between a scotch that has no smoke to it and one that's uh, smoky. Absolutely. Okay. So if you really despise the smokiness, you might still like this um, because it isn't overly smoky. Uh, and we'll talk about why. Okay. In a minute. But first I'm going to drink a little more. Yeah. Not, uh, and not too peaty either. Right. It has like a nice, exactly. uh, nice finish. There's so much to say about this whiskey. The reason that it is not too peaty or smoky, but it has some, is because Highland Park actually uses both peated and non-peated uh, barley. It's a combination. It's okay. kind of like halfway, halfway there. Oh, okay. And uh, so this is uh, this is pretty great. This is pretty great. There's a lot of sweetness. And and where is this from again? This is from. Okay, this is something that a lot of people, including. Jesus until not that long ago. I mistakenly thought the Highland Park was in the Highlands of Scotland. Okay. Makes sense. It sounds like it would belong there, right? right? But actually it's it's an island place and it's not just any island. 
So last time, mm-hmm. or a couple times ago, we talked about Isla. Remember the yeah. island of Isla? So, so Highland Park is on an island called Orkney, which makes mm-hmm. Isla look like freaking downtown Manhattan. Really? Okay. Because it is in the middle of nowhere. And uh, let me let me just show you where it is on a map. I'm showing art. Just look mm-hmm. up Orkney on you know Google Maps or whatever. And how are we spelling Orkney? Orkney, O R K N E Y. Orkney. Right. So that- let's see. <laughs> Google Maps. It sounds like a planet on... Uh, <laughs> from, from, from Orkney. But it's lo- almost like that. Okay, there's Orkney. All right. You know, oh, okay. have no idea where in the world we are yet. Zoom I see out. a bunch of blue. Bunch of water. That's right. Here's Scotland. So it's <laughs> north of all of Scotland. So it's probably like, I don't know, it's so far from, from Edinburgh. And Edinburgh is way... You know, so here's England. It's to the north of the entire oh, wow. okay. island of Great Britain, right? So... It is out there, boy. I'll tell oh, you what. Oh, they're isolated. It is isolated. Isolated. Man. What's also interesting is that if you think about it, here's Norway. If you go to the uh, to the east, Norway's not far. I bet I bet Norway is closer than, than London to them from they're right there, right? So Oh that yeah, you can eyeball that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's right in between as far as where it is. And uh, and you said that they have a Viking heritage? Yeah, because the Vikings of course sailed over years ago. Rated anything and everything, right? As Vikings do, as, as Vikings, as Vikings are wont to do, right? That's their, kind of their thing, right? Right. Um, and so the people who who live on Orkney, or, or the I guess the traditional inhabitants of Orkney, are kind of half British and half Viking in their makeup. It's a pretty cool combination. It is kind of cool. You know, I, yeah, cool. I, I, giant football players with nice accents. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Absolutely, big big blonde. Just, you know, guys with very polite. <laughs> right. Very polite. You know, can't cook. Bad food. <laughs> but uh, Great whiskey. There you go. Great whiskey. And that's all that matters on this podcast. Here's this island. Mm-hmm. Really in the middle of nowhere. Like, I'll tell you, I was with, um, on the time I went to Scotland most recently, I was here. I was at Nairn, which is on the north coast of Scotland, Hours upon hours from Edinburgh, which is the big city in in Scotland. Okay. And I felt like I was on the edge of the world. I mean, like we were looking out of the North Sea, and it was like, where are we? <laughs> like I some was in Games Nordia. of Thrones action. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. And yet these guys are, you know, way up here. That's pretty far up there. But here's the thing: Highland Park's been doing this for 220 years. Huh. And then this distillery's been in business for a while. And I bet they probably have like a unique. You know, flavor or yes. recipes because they are isolated. They're so far yes. removed from everyone else. They yeah. probably had to come up with their own thing instead right. of trading That's right. uh, secrets with everybody, uh, with their neighbors. I think you're right. Here's the thing. So I studied up on this particular whiskey. This is called Valkyrie. Um, okay. And Valkyrie is a, I guess, kind of like an angel. Yes. And, and so the. Uh, not to cut yeah, you off, Whiskey right Jesus. I, uh, I, I watch too much television. But uh, Valkyrie. Is actually, would you like some more? Hit me. Uh, an angel yep. that would deliver the Viking warriors oh, to, yeah. to Valhalla ah. once they were killed on the battlefield. So it's like a warrior angel, like right, an right. angel that kicks ass. Right, right. So just the Viking warriors, like if they were fighting a bunch of other people, those Valkyries would be like, Link, Nah, fuck, fuck them. Guys. Nah, those guys. Yeah, yeah, fuck those guys. They, can they stay here. They yeah. can stay, it's only for Vikings. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you think like, about it, if I worship you, I'd be a little pissed if I worshiped right. you and you picked up the other guy, too. Right. Like, right, no, right, I earned right. this. Right, right. It's like Heaven <laughs> Express. 
There you go. It's like having Express, but only for Vikings. Well, you got to show your card. It helps to be a member. <laughs> if you're not a, not a member, then... Uh, Every Viking knows membership has its privilege. That's right. You don't get to Valhalla with, an, with, a, with a Visa card, or I don't know. You get, you get the point. Okay, that, okay, so that's good. So that's so that's interesting. So they really are... I'm, I, I want to say, like, if you want a very interesting balance between the smokiness that some people like and some people don't like and the sweetness of a sherried scotch, this has got it. So, Art... Taste a little bit, and I want you to try to imagine just a slight flavor of grape when you taste it. All right. All right. I'm imagining grape. Imagine grape. I'm locking in the visual. You know what? I can see how that would make this much better. Yeah. So Mm. here's the thing. This particular expression they call Valkyrie, they matured in three different barrels. Okay. Three different barrels. So a bourbon barrel used to be bourbon barrel. Mm Mm-hmm. The bourbon manufacturers use it. They ship it over to Scotland. They put the, the whiskey in the bourbon barrel. It picks up some flavor from that. And then two sherry barrels. So sherry is grape wine, right? Horrible, sweet grape <laughs> wine. <laughs> some people like it. But but it takes whiskey and it adds that that little bit of sweetness to it that, you, that you're tasting there. Right. Um, and so it's in two different uh, sherry barrels. So three barrels altogether that create this really interesting flavor that we're drinking. Now, right. is this is that uh, specific to Highland Park, or is that uh, whiskey, is that a, is that a uh, technique that a lot of whiskey makers Very make? common technique. Uh, very yeah. common, okay. So, yeah, so sherry, I would say, I would go so far as to say that virtually every scotch maker uses sherry barrels for something. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All Different. right, so, so everything gets used. It's not, uh, you don't just make your stuff and do they ever reuse the same barrel yeah absolutely okay so you would uh, yeah. ship it to the whiskey people then when the whiskey people are done they ship it back to the sherry people so it's really interesting because in the u.s for bourbon mm-hmm. you cannot reuse a barrel really it has to be a first first time barrel for bourbon for bourbon okay okay so you got these gigantic american companies like beam and and uh and you know four roses and big uh, heaven hill big companies making all this bourbon mm-hmm. and they cannot use the barrels again so what do they do? They sell them to the Scotch because it actually, the bourbon flavor actually is great for the Scotch. Really? Yeah. And then here's the other thing. So with sherry, it's it's crazy. So sherry is not as popular as it used to be, right? Because mm-hmm. it's kind of like your grandma's wine, like that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. You uh, always hear about it on like old TV right, shows. Right, right, right. A glass of sherry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you can sell a sherry barrel for like $2,000. No kidding. Yeah. So the the scotch makers buy these barrels, and one of the one of the people I can't remember which distillery it was said that you know you could actually sometimes you could actually make sherry, pour it out, and sell the barrel, and still (laughs) still make still make money. Wow, like a good idea, but you could do it. Wow. So, is this giving you an idea? No, I'm just I'm just what? Why won't they let you use the same bourbon barrel? It's just one of these things where it's like that's the rule. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that's what it means to be bourbon. Because okay. they think that's uh and, and and when I was in Kentucky a couple of months ago, you know, it came up over and over again like if it's not that, it's not the taste of bourbon that they want. Do you know what I mean? Uh You can make whatever you want, but it isn't bourbon. Okay. Right? Like that's kind of like the rules of bourbon. So that's the the rule of bourbon is yeah. like it has to be in a specific barrel. Yeah, and some a bunch of other stuff too. Okay. Blah, okay. Blah 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 blah. It's got to be made in the U.S. and blah 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 blah. Okay. Um. So, but so it's, all of that is good for the Scotch makers because they mm. get all these barrels. 
Now I see that is is I see that it says Scotch whiskey. Is yes. all whiskey Scotch whiskey, or is this something different? Right. So this is something we 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 cover because people get confused. Whiskey is whiskey, right? Whiskey is kind of right. like the big the big daddy. Like that's the the whole family is whiskey. Right. Scotch is a kind of whiskey. Okay. Right. So bourbon is a kind of whiskey. They're all in the whiskey family. Okay. Right. So Scotch whiskey just means it's like saying. You know, American cheese or whatever, Scotch whiskey. Right? <laughs> right. got, it's better than American cheese. I like uh, it's sort of like uh, you know uh, the, the Christians, your people, and uh, the different religions, Lutheran, Catholics, and everything. It's like sure. all this, this the, the the big thing is Christianity, right, and right, then right. you have the different splinter groups. That's exactly what it's like. okay. That's gotcha. Right. That's right. It's exactly like that. Yeah. So this is obviously made in Scotland, and there's rules for what is Scotch whiskey too. Okay. There's, there's a bunch of rules, uh, including. It has to be aged three years. It has to be aged, made and aged in Scotland. It's got to be barley, primarily barley, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So, now, is one more popular than the other, like just regular whiskey? Uh, is there a reason why someone would want scotch whiskey yes. as opposed to either or, scotch or whiskey? Well, y- you you could like, I mean, we all, as we always say, you drink what you like, right? Right. We're all about drink what you like. But mm-hmm. uh, when when it's scotch whiskey, what it implies to people is is that it's made a certain way. Uh, right, so that you you know there's a level of quality. You you kind of have a, an idea about how it's going to taste, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's like a it's kind of like the good housekeeping seal of quality, that that kind of thing, right? Same thing with bourbon. If you like the way bourbon tastes, mm-hmm. if something says it's bourbon, it, it really has to be bourbon, or it's gonna they're gonna get in a lot of trouble. Okay, right? okay. So it's like this is not gonna suck is is the main thing. So. Hmm. I wonder how they regulate that. Like, is there a guy who watches them empty the barrels and, okay, hey, hey, that's, you can't use that again? Because I'm just saying, I'd like, like... to think there is. I'd like to think that I uh, also <laughs> also would like to think that if you're trying to cut a few corners, as businessmen, <laughs> as businessmen are known to do... That's right. You know, you somebody's know, there to shut you down. Yeah, if, nobody, if nobody's watching, it's like, you know, we're going to reuse this barrel. Okay, I'm going to tell you a little story about the early history of bourbon. Okay. You're going to love this story. I'm listening. I know you well enough to know you're going to love this story. Okay, so in the old days of bourbon, in the, like in the 1800s, mm-hmm. there was no people. Actually, it's interesting. We think of you know whiskey, you buy it in a bottle. At that time, mm. you didn't. You just roll up with whatever and then just like pour it in whatever you have, right? <laughs> like I can see. I know some guy just said, just pour it in my hands. Right, right. Just right. pour it in my hands. <laughs> All right, but so, so what would happen is, there were people who would buy the whiskey by the barrel from okay. the whiskey makers. Right. And these guys were called the rectifiers. Okay. And it's a weird, it sounds like a CBS show. I'm, I'm, it sounds like kind of hot. Yeah. And so these guys, the reason they were called rectifiers is because the whiskey tasted terrible at the time because they didn't go through, they, it wasn't bad, but they didn't age it very long. It was all mm-hmm. just very like frontier, like make the whiskey and get drunk. Okay. okay. So the reason it's called rectifiers is because they were supposed to, and I just did air quotes that you couldn't see. Yes. Because you're listening. They would do something to make it taste better. What would they do? They would do any number of things to make it taste better. So they would put fruit juice in it. They would put whatever, right? They, okay. they came up with all these things. But of course, as you just said, businessmen will be unscrupulous from right. time to time. So some guys put, you name it, <laughs> in the whiskey. Sure. They put 
I mean, just disgusting stuff. Like, there were stories that people put, like, body parts in it. They'd take, like, tobacco spit and pour it in there to make it darker. They just they put formaldehyde in it. You know, so, have you ever heard of, like, rot gut whiskey? Yes. It's because it would literally rot your gut with all these disgusting things that they put in it. Yes. Oh, that is just a testament to how bad things were and how people wanted to get drunk. Right. You know, knowing those things, like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take my chances. It's worth it. Yeah. For male guy, body parts, yeah, I'll roll the dice. <laughs> I like those odds. Right. That's right. Okay, so these rectifiers kind of ruined everything, right? Because it okay. was disgusting. So, but, but, so that led to the regulations that said, you know, you got, here's how you got to do it. And it led to bottling. Okay, now, quick question. Yeah. With the rectifiers, were they, their specific job was to purchase the whiskey and make it better? Well, they're, they were just entrepreneurs, right? Okay. So they would just buy a barrel of whiskey from whoever was making whiskey make and it better. sell it. Okay, make it better and sell it? Well, or I don't know, just sell it. Right? Okay, okay. In theory, yeah, they were supposed to, I mean, because it, people didn't, it didn't taste good because it wasn't aged and it didn't, you know, Right. And so they would do whatever, but I mean, but they were in charge of when you rectifying. get right down to it, right. it was mostly just about selling, right? Okay, okay. It's like a cool job. <laughs> I'm a rectifier. Rectifier. It sounds more badass. It actually does. Yeah. Ah. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure that'll be now that Game of Thrones is leaving HBO. They need something. The rectifiers. <laughs> the rectifiers. The question is, will that be about some other thing that is more badass, or will it be about the people who bought the whiskey barrels? And that would be an interesting show. I think so. I mean, because if you think about it, they were the early. They were the early prototype drug dealers. Totally. You know, I mean, that was the, you know, yeah. you, you think of the wire. I mean, those guys were the wire before crack was around. A- absolutely, so. yeah. They, t- they totally were. Uh, I mean, and, you know, at that time, I mean, the whiskey was not meant to be good. It was just meant to get you super drunk. I, I can imagine. Yeah. So. And there's no, yeah, there's no government regulations. So whatever gets the job done, then uh, that's whatever gets you there the fastest. Yeah. It got some other jobs done, too, like poisoning you and killing you. <laughs> or, or blinding you. Yeah, blinding you. Sure. I mean. <laughs> There's going to be a little blindings. Well, but, you know, they, look, there's no difference between that and somebody, you know, uh, constantly shooting heroin or smoking crack. You know, I'm just saying. It's no, like, that's it's, true. You're a right. A lot yeah. of bad things happen. Both like, of those things are bad. I will roll the dice on this. <laughs> you know what? They even put their liquid plumber in, in, meth, in meth. You know what? Gives it that nice, <laughs> salty. It gives it that little something extra. A little aftertaste. Yeah, it's, it's a pleasant, you know, how's it, what's the finish like on liquid plumber? <laughs> What's the nose on liquid plumbing? It just fries your organs. But, you know, it uh, it just goes to show you that for forever people were trying to find ways to alter their reality. Totally. Which is an interesting subject in itself. It is an interesting mm. subject in itself. And I think that it's natural, right? Because we know, uh, here's the thing, like, we know the world isn't really the way we see it. It's the way we see it because of how we can see things, right? This right. Is, so if you say, well, what if we just change that a little? We might see something new. Yeah. This uh, whiskey actually was won a couple of really, really prestigious awards, which I didn't know until mm. I, I read about it earlier today. But people love this whiskey. I can see why, though. Yeah. I can see why. It's it's not as as a amateur drinker. Yes. Uh, it it's very smooth. It's uh, yeah. If uh, I, I I would totally go for this. You know, it's not too strong. Uh, and it gets the job done because I have a healthy buzz going in. Well, right. And we just got started, really. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put just a little water in mine and see what that does to it. Because it's not, the alcohol volume is not too high. It's like 45, is it 45.9%. So that's you know, light to moderate. 
But let's see if, what the water does for it. All right. Yeah. The nose on it is really amazing. I agree. I agree. You know, I'm going to follow you and yeah. try a little water Actually, it's myself. It's nice. It's nice. Arthur mentioned this at the beginning, but this bottle is just absolutely gorgeous. There's a... It's a strange shape. I can't even... I don't know how to describe the shape. It almost looks like... Uh, like a like a an angel itself. Well, I I like the drawings because there's a lot of Viking imagery on the label also. Yeah, like you can see swords and horns and guys on horseback. Uh, you know, they really embrace the Viking imagery. They went for it. Oh they yeah, went for it. Oh yeah. Um, I was gonna say there's, I was I was gonna share a few images of Orkney. So go. What I want you to do is go to your whatever phone, computer, whatever. And just look up Orkney on, on Google and take a look at some of the images of what it is like there. I'm clicking on one now where, you know, it's like a Paleolithic site, it looks like, sunken down into the ground. You can see the just the sea goes on forever, right? It's, it's, uh, there's a, a rock formation called the Old Man of Hoy, just a strangely... Seems like an odd place where somebody would want to take, would want to be known for whiskey. You know, it seems like yeah. a, more of a, I don't know, like a vacation spot. It's beautiful. I'd love to go. The beaches are yeah. awesome. Yeah. We've got puffins. I see that. I've never <laughs> been any place with puffins. I've never seen a puffin other than uh, the LA Aquarium. I, I think, I didn't know they had puffins. <laughs> According to Google, they do. Oh, man, I'll tell you what. That is pretty great. Scarabray. It's a Neolithic village called Scarbray. Scarbray sounds like a Viking name to me. Scarbray? I can yeah, see that. I can yeah. see that. Or a hot Viking chick. Like Scar uh, or yeah, or or yeah. Either or both. No, I'm actually thinking about it. That's why I'm going back and forth. No, I think Scarbray is hot. I think that's that like the hot. Viking chief's daughter. Right. You got to, you know, fight somebody to the death to win her hand in marriage. And if you die, the Valkyrie comes and Valkyrie takes you away. So it's a win-win. Wait, does the Valkyrie take you to to Valhalla if you die in that situation? You know what? I got to tell you, I can't say for sure, but I don't think so. I, I think say, I want to know your eh, It only counts if, if, for the Vikings, from what I understand, it, it dying only counts if you do it in battle. Right. Well, that is battle, but is it legit battle? That's what I want. To you know, uh, if you're if, if, any Vikings, please call in or email. Let us know. I'm, I don't. I'm not sure what the uh, the Viking code is. I mean, it is battle, right? I mean, you, you know, it's the you're. There's a real reason that Scarab Ray is standing there waiting to see who's going to win. Yeah, but I kind of feel like if that's the case, and you know, like the, the Valkyries come in a barroom fight. You get killed in a barroom brawl, do they show up? Like, I, don't, I don't think so. If you were a Viking, like a descendant of the Viking, which clearly neither of us is. You but, never know. It, oh no, I, <laughs> we were the short I, ones. I feel very, very short. <laughs> if you were a Viking today, let's say, okay. a descendant of the Vikings, right? Yes. And you see some of these guys, you're like, okay, it's like a Viking living with us today, right? Sure, you're sure. Kind of, you're like, and you got into a, a bar fight. Okay. I don't know. I feel like maybe the Valkyries... What? Because what are they doing these days? They're just hanging out in Valhalla. Going like, Nobody. You think they're just bored? They're like, I'll do it. Well, but it's I mean, like calling an Uber. I, you know, what? I see what you're saying. I, I, I think you, you ask a valid question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I just don't know. Like, if I went to fight like Gronkowski, right? You know, like he's a big guy. He probably right. has some Viking in him. Probably does. Um, if I kill him in battle, which I'm sure at five five at fifty years old I could. Well, uh, if he had like a gun and. 
No, bare hands. Valkyries, bare hands, okay. Valkyries only come for like bare real hands. tough or guys. Sword, you know, like manual. Exactly, uh, exactly. Like a bomb or something. The no. Valkyries are not impressed by no, that. They, yeah. they wouldn't be. Yeah, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, knowing that I could take him, I, uh, <laughs> you know, I... Uh, I, I, I don't know if they would come, but I feel like I deserve a Valkyrie ride to Valhalla if I, I kill like, Gronkowski bare hands. I mean, I think wherever you're going, they should give you a ride. I well, or carry me on their shoulders and right. throw me a parade. Something. <laughs> it's like because that's I think that would be impressive. I mean, I mean, it's, I know we're going a little dark, and it's, I'm with Jesus, but I'm just saying it's uh, we're just thinking out loud. It's that's right. We're riffing here. We're spitballing <laughs> because. If you think about it, the Valkyrie have been a little underemployed for the last several hundred years, right? Yeah. There's relatively few Viking battles anymore. Not to be Viking wars, yeah. Right. I mean, they really have tapered off to almost none. Yeah, you know, I wonder, is it, it a, first of all, are Valkyries hot? Because okay. you got to assume they are. Because if you assume that they are, is it then wrong to hit on them as they take you to Valhalla? Because I... Not think, if it works. I, well, yeah. Because if they don't... <laughs> Because if they don't like that, they just drop you. Well, that's true, and I it might be worth it. Because when are you ever going? Who has a chance to sleep with a Valkyrie? Not that many people. Just, so if you get that opportunity, I mean, you got to go for it. Literally, only Vikings on the way to Valhalla. Absolutely, and if you think about it, you're dead. So there's no cheating. So wives, girlfriends Everything. can't get mad. I'm all, dead. All bets are off. That's right. I'm fucking an angel. It's all good. That's right. <laughs> and I mean, I, I I guess it didn't come up as often, but sh should a woman die in a Viking battle? Mm. Would there be a hot dude Valkyrie that would come? There had to be like the one male Valkyrie who's never absolutely they never not. Call. And then they're like, "Okay, uh, Sven, you gotta go." He's like, "Really? <laughs> Wait, a, oh, okay. a woman died in battle? Oh, okay. No, I, I think uh, I, I think Viking lore has it that if a woman dies in battle, she immediately becomes bi, and the hot I Valkyrie see. comes. Well, that seems <laughs> that's a whole different fair, but you know, I'm just saying. You know, all right, I have a candy pairing for us. All right. Um, so Merdina is in San Francisco gallivanting, mm. uh, as she's wont to do. So I thought to myself, because you know how classy she is, right? Yes. She will go and get, I mean, you know, some, it, it's usually some kind of a German, can, it'll be like, burglar. <laughs> There's umlauts on the name of it, which actually yes. would have been a good, for this, what would the Viking think? That, oh, good point. Good but, point. Uh, okay, so I knew that, that there was a certain amount of peatiness to this whiskey. Okay. So I, re I remembered one time when I was on Isla, we did this really interesting thing where we tasted these peated whiskeys and they gave us little accompanying food bites with okay. it. Okay. So one of them was orange. Okay. So like an actual orange? Like an actual piece of Okay. Orange. Not like what I'm about to give you. Cause it, so we don't do food. We do candy, right? Yes. So uh, so what I got was orange slices. And okay. And candy orange slices. Available at any, you know, Rite Aid or anywhere, really. Or Halloween candy. Halloween candy. Right. Go through your kids' right. uh, buckets. Uh, you know, you want to get fresh. All right, so I think this is going to... Oh, and look, Arthur's glass is empty. Oh, fill her up. I'm just uh, I'm just thinking, like, uh, the contrast between the sweet and the zing of this, I think, is going to go well with it. I'm, just I'm enjoying it. I'm munching on one right now. I think that... Good it's call. Disgusting or pretty good? I think it's pretty good. Okay. If anything, I shouldn't have ate it all at once. I put the entire piece of candy in my mouth at once. Take a sip. See all how. Right. See how it goes. All right, that's just confusing. Because <laughs> I have like liquor and chunks of candy <laughs> floating around in my mouth. Actually, I, I think I like it. I'm not the expert at candy pairings. That's Mordina's job. 
Mm-hmm. But not a bad call. No, I think I got halfway there. So if you... Um, the only thing that happens is that the... The finish doesn't quite... The, the finish clashes a little bit. The original taste in your mm-hmm. mouth is great combination, and the finish is weird. Yes. So I'm clearly an amateur candy pairing picker. You know what I bet would have went better? What's that? Have you seen like the Giardelli orange flavored chocolates? Oh yeah, that would have like been I think I think a little chocolate yeah, might yeah. help with that. Yeah, I think you're right. I like the orange, but I think chocolate might make it make it take it over the top. Yeah, so yeah, this is my uh, low end sensibilities when it comes to candy. But we're still eating it. We're still eating it. I'm gonna try it one more time. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. go. I'm gonna go full full cycle on this thing. I'm gonna nose it. Nose the whiskey. It smells amazing. So many different smells in that. Like if you really breathe in, oh man, it's just like one smell and flavor after another in the smell. Mm. It's amazing. Right, I'm gonna taste it. Take a bite. He's chasing the bite with another dr- with another sip. This the finish is the problem. Yeah. It goes a little weird at the end. Yeah, that's how we learn. You have to experiment. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. No, no. Mm. The orange, I think you're right. The orange, we could have done something else with the orange. Yeah, the orange is, is partially there. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's a step in the right direction. My part of this is the whiskey. That's my forte. Would you, oh, would I'm you sorry. Be so kind? <laughs> Was, uh, Jesus just put his glass in front of me, and I'm holding the She's bottle. Like, I wasn't sure what he wanted. Art was like, well, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want from me? Uh, I'm going to do a little bit water on this again. Highland Park does some interesting things. Okay. One of the things they do is that they try to they try to do things. They've been around for 220 years. So they, there's certain things they try to do in the traditional way, right? Right. The reality is that making great whiskey is a little bit of a high-tech thing. Right, you, see, mm-hmm. you know the number of computer screens and things like that in a whiskey distillery is that they're everywhere because you got to get it just right because makes like, sense. Yeah, you know, you're shipping the product all over the world, and someone who buys this expects to have it be the same every time, right? Right. So that's why the whiskey world has embraced all this technology, and it's why whiskey is so good now compared to when the rectifiers were out there. Oh, okay. So right. technology is on its on makes, is working out. It, it, it makes a difference, but there are certain things that Highland Park still does the old-fashioned way, and one of them is they are one of the only places that still does what's called floor malting with regular dudes. What's floor malting? Floor malting. Okay, so let's talk about malting. It's not interesting, really, but it's kind <laughs> of interesting. Okay. So you use grain to make whiskey, right? You, right. Your grain is the base of the whiskey. And in order for the grain to really uh, be ready to ferment, it has to be malted. And so malting is something where you dry it and then you water it. So that you put water on it and it starts to sprout a little bit mm-hmm. as grain, right? Grain sprouts, right? Okay. So you give it water and it's like, oh, it's time to grow. And then you dry it real quick. Okay. And then the, the fact that it started to sprout means that it, it opens up and it allow it interacts with the yeast and it turns out. Ah, right? so okay. kind of so, so at Highland Park, uh, some of their barley, they still do it the old-fashioned way with dudes turning it over with, you know, they, they spread it out on this giant floor mm-hmm. and they have dudes who are like turning it over with shovels all day long oh. to, to expose it to the air and all this stuff. Right. So that's done in general by machines now. Okay, so a machine just comes in and flips yeah. it over. Yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. they still have a little traditional. Okay. Now, you know how they have, uh, like, different wines? Like, I'll go to a restaurant and it'll say, um, 
if you look at the wine menu, they'll have suggestions like this goes great right. with seafood or a porterhouse. Right. right. Is there anything that whiskey goes well with food-wise? Yeah, whiskey pairings are a thing too. Okay. For sure. So, for example, a peated whiskey, or this is not super strongly peated, but peated whiskey goes really well, for example, with barbecue. You know what? Think I can that. almost taste that. Yeah. I can almost taste how yeah, yeah. that... that Wouldn't that be awesome? It would be. Smoky? Would, yeah. You get yeah. like some mesquite on there. Yes, right. Okay, I can see you that. Gotta have, you got to have enough flavor to stand up to the bar, the strong barbecue flavor. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Absolutely, yeah. And now, if you were having fish, I'd say you'd get some nice light Irish whiskey. It'd be great. Really? Yeah, some corn Irish whiskey that's primarily corn. Uh, Teeling single grain. If you're actually looking for a recommendation on this, it's a it's a corn primarily corn based whiskey. It's not a bourbon, but it's corn based whiskey. I bet that'd go really nice with fish. Okay. Okay. Just, I'm just making that up off the top of my head. <laughs> but it's, I, it's sounding. Good. I think I'm right. Well, you know, look. I think right. it's, it's, as long as you say with authority, that's, that's right. uh, half the battle. That is something you learn in life as you go along. <laughs> if you say it confidently, people yeah. go with you. That's right. Yeah, I was just wondering because, like, uh, getting kind of hungry. And I, uh, the, I'm just wondering, like, what would go well with this? I think mm. some ribs would be great with that. I can see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Now, I know in wine they talk about the fingers of the wine or whatever. Now, should I pay attention to the, these? The legs. The legs? Is that right. what it's That's called? That's what they call the, it. So, okay, the legs. Some people are really into the legs. So my glass is kind of full right now, which I need to correct that. But if you, mm -hmm. if you do that, you can look at the legs as it drizzles down for sure. Okay, yeah. and and if it, is the longer leg is, is that does that an indicator of how good a whiskey well, is? Well, I mean, not not you I don't think it's like a great predictor of what you're gonna like, but that's okay. what people look for, right? Okay, if it just kind of slithers down, I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's something people talk about. Okay, I was just wondering if uh, I mean something I should keep an eye out for. Keep when an they're... eye out for it. For me, I think the most important thing to do before you taste it is to smell it. Mm, okay. I think because smell and taste are really, really related, right? Mm -hmm. And what what I was what I've been taught by people in every distillery where I've ever done a big tasting is is this, which I never would have thought of on my own. So first of all, your nose is not you don't put your nose in it or you, it overwhelms your nose. The alcohol overwhelms your nose. Mm -hmm. You put it up to your you put it up to your lip, like this, right? Like okay. that to the to your top lip, right? And then you breathe in with your mouth open. Interesting, okay. Because then you can actually sense the little different weird smells and flavors inside. Right, okay, okay. And the other thing that people say, which we're long past this, but that the first taste, you're just going to have alcohol burn. <laughs> let it happen. Okay, yeah, just fight second, through it. Then the second taste, you can really taste all the... Okay, so okay. You know. No, this was an excellent sel uh, selection. Mm. I feel like Highland Park is pretty cocky. <laughs> Why would you say they're cocky? They're cocky because they're what they claim, what they say is Highland Park, the world's best spirit. <laughs> so they're saying like not just the world's best whiskey, the world's best alcohol. That's a that's a that's, that's a bold claim. claim. That's, that's a bold, bold that's a bold claim. Yeah, I I uh, I know some makers of uh of Schlitz that might beg to differ. <laughs> you, you have more? Uh, I will take some more. I know you will. Arthur and I have done a good job with this bottle. Yeah, we're doing damage. Yeah. Um, so, and why would they say something like that? 
Like that's a that's a bold claim. At the very least, you would think you would at least limit it to what you're selling. Like we have the best whiskey in the world, right? As opposed to, you know, I have the best spirits. Because that's best that's spirit. a lot. Yeah, because there are a lot of good spirits. There are. I mean, I think whiskey is the best spirit of all whiskey of all spirits. Really? Okay. Okay. And here's my evidence for that. My evidence for that is that if you go someplace where the where the uh, where the spirit industry is new, Portland, Oregon, for example, spent okay. some time in Portland a few months ago. There's a place called Distillery Row. There's like there's like 15 new distilleries in the area. Okay. And when I say new, all within the last 10 or 15 years. Okay. All of these places. Some of them in the last five. Oh wow. And the ones that are so you go there and they're making gin and they're making. Aquavit, and they're making these other things. Mm. Things that you can make and sell right away. So you can make gin. We could go, you and I, we could mm. make some gin right now. Mm-hmm. Put it in a bottle and sell it like a week from now. Okay. And it won't be terrible. My rent's due. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Whiskey, on the other hand, is really hard to get right. Whiskey, people say that you need, to, you need 25 years to get a whiskey really right. Age? You have to age it twenty five. No, no. You need you need to revise yourself. Oh, okay, so like twenty five years of practice to, to dial it in. Right? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. What I notice when I go to these places where the distilleries are all new is they're all making gins and they're all making vodkas and they're all making aquavits and these things you can make and sell, but mm. they're not making whiskey. And if they are making whiskey, it's all right, but it's not great. Okay, yeah. okay. So I think that makes whiskey special. Man, that's dedication. You really have to enjoy making whiskey if it's going to take you 25 years to get it right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's not something that... It's not like my... I had a roommate one time who just decided he was going to make his own beer. Sure. And so our garage was filled with, like, just water bottles and tubes and... and uh, How was it? Not very good. No? No, it wasn't very good. We drank it. Uh, we told him it was good because he put so much energy into it. Did he give it a name? I, I vaguely remember him trying to name it, but it right. was never anything interesting or funny. Uh, <laughs> you, I just I, why, you could have helped him with that. Ar- Arthur is professionally funny. Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, his beer wasn't. It was just more annoying because, like, you're trying to go in a garage, but you have like tubes and bottles and all so, this stuff scattered. Everywhere. So it could have been called like obstacle beer. Yes, I, you know what? That's actually not a bad obstacle name for it. obstacle beer. Obstacle not bad. beer. Uh, in my way, beer. You know, yeah, get yeah. The hell out of here, beer. I think he was just trying to uh, cash in on the craft beer craze. Was he trying to sell it, or what was the deal? The fantasy was, I'm going to make my beer, right. then I'm going to move to Montana what? and sell it. And uh, he perfected his uh, recipe in Burbank, okay. and then moved to Montana. And I, I guess. Things didn't go according to plan because he quickly moved to North Carolina. And uh, last time we spoke, he's no longer making beer as a hobby. So something yeah, changed. But he is running for president next year. <laughs> well, who isn't? <laughs> now that you bring it up, I'd like to take this time to announce my, my candidacy. <laughs> I mean, everybody else is doing it. Why not? <laughs> I mean, the the uh, scandals that are going to pop up as a result of you announcing your candidacy are just... You know what? The one thing... The current administration has made me realize is yeah. scandals don't Doesn't really matter. matter. It's matter. how you it's handle them. Yeah. It's, how, it's all how you handle them. Yeah, uh, it's a good point you've made. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, eh, eh, you know, I didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Or if I did do it, so what? 
it's, it's not wrong. It's exactly. Uh, it's good. It's a good thing. So it's I a think good point. It, yeah. I so, think now if I was ever going to go into politics, now would be a great time for me to go. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just mm-hmm. saying because I am the swamp. So that needs draining. <laughs> I'm I'm the swamp that needs draining, but I In what I sense? have. Well, I mean, I have a feeling that uh, I could be that unscrupulous businessman. I, the rectifiers. Uh, the rectifiers. You'd be one of the rectifiers that put the arm in the in the barrel. Why, by the way, why would you even? What good would that do you as a rectifier? Was that just somebody who's just like is a sick fuck who wants to make people drink arm? Well, I mean, look if if you've ever had an arm just laying around, the biggest problem you have <laughs> is what am I going to do with this arm? It's rotting. I don't feel like burying it. I don't have a shovel. What am I going to do with it? If you had a place a to put it, of whiskey. There you go. See, I, mean, I guess it would color the whiskey. It would color it. Yeah. You don't know what kind of flavors that would add to it. Maybe, you know, yeah. Maybe I feel person. like you're judging this cannibalism too quickly. It is a kind of alcohol cannibalism, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. at the end of the day, meat is meat. You know, if somebody said, okay, they put a little beef in there to give it a little uh, hardiness. Then I don't think we would blink an you eye. Know, it's a good point because I just realized that whiskey is vegetarian. You know what? That is absolutely true. It's vegetarian. You Vegetarians know, drink more whiskey. Yeah, I would dare say vegan because there are no yeah. animal products in whiskey. Am I, I wrong? I can't think how it could not. No be eggs, vegan. dairy, or anything like that. Oh, there's so many eggs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's the other thing. There's, <laughs> there's barley. There's yeast. There's water, and like five dozen eggs. Ah. <laughs> Uh, that's why right. if you ever get a little shell in your whiskey, you know, you ever that's, like, that's a little fish. You know that's what? That's what causes it. I was getting like a certain crunch after time I, every time I drank it. I wasn't sure what shell. that was. Sure, there's going to be a little shell in your Highland right. Park Valkyrie. I thought it was dissolving my teeth, but no. now I know. No, no, it's it. So maybe it's not vegan, but it is vegetarian. Vegetarian? No, it's vegan. It's, it's vegan. vegan. There are no animal products in this. And I just want to go out uh, on record as saying there are no little bits of eggshell in Highland Park Valkyrie or any other expression it's excellent. It's done at, a, at the extreme level of excellence. They only have goodness in their whiskey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you know, there's actually two There's two other, if I'm not mistaken, two other Viking-based expressions for Highland Park. I chose this one. Really? Yes. What's the other? Uh... There's uh, there's one called Valknut, Valknot. Okay. And there's another one. I can't remember the name. Valknot sounds kind of badass. Yeah. That sounds like, like a really cool speed metal band. Volknot. Like, I, I, I think I, I wouldn't go to their concerts, but I probably would, like, listen to their music. Why wouldn't you go to their concerts? Because I don't think, like, it's for 50-year-old black guys. Like, Volknot, they're not doing that. Okay, here's what I think. If okay. there were a speed metal van from Sweden. From Sweden, okay. Or, or Norway. Or, okay. Whatever. What's the difference? Um, and you showed up at the concert, they'd be like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to us. <laughs> we crossed over. Yeah, we crossed over. Exactly. <laughs> We're about to break through with a tastemaker. Yes. You know, I mean. Because everybody knows. I'm an influencer. He is. An as influencer. everyone knows. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, I mean, of course they'd be delighted by that. I, I Okay, maybe. Maybe. Well, I um, I mean, don't you think? I mean, because everyone wants to think that what they're doing is for everyone, don't you think? I mean,. No, I don't, no, think, don't think so. so. No, I think I think I, when it comes to music, I think some people know exactly what the, who their music is for. 
you know, and I'm just saying, I think Volknot is that group. I think Volknot, yeah. they know, you know, they're, they're speaking to the youth. They're, like, they're speaking to the, the angry the youth. youth. The yeah. angry, angry, tall, pale, blonde youth. I, I'm not going to necessarily say white youth because. I said pale, not white. Or pale. pale. Well, yeah, there, there's, that's me being racist. I just assume pale meant white. Um, I mean, you know. No, but I'm, I. There's, all, there's all, every flavor of white. That is true. I mean. Some aren't pale. Yeah, I just think their music's like really aggressive. I think I think I've aged out of their music. I work out to their music, but you like it. I like it, and I work out to You're, it. It's like uh, you know, there's guys somewhere. There's guys who um, who love, let's say, let's say, I, I'm trying to think of an example, who love some kind of rap, but they feel intimidated to go to the concert. Oh, is that what we're talking about? I think that's I, yes. I think that's yeah. a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, yeah. you know, I think. Um, uh, like Kendrick Lamar is probably a little too tame. He's soft, yeah. He's yeah, soft. like I'm trying. I can't think of a good rapper that I listen to. I mean, who wouldn't want Kendrick Lamar over for dinner? Everyone, yeah, like no, he, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure I'd find him fascinating. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a delightful company. Absolutely, I'm sure he has yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but you know, like, uh, like my son's favorite rapper is a guy named. Uh, let me get it right. Uh, Ghostface the Slum God? Not Ghostface Killer? Not Ghostface Killer. Is that is this wait, is he the son of Ghostface Killer? I'm not sure who he is. Where is he in the line of succession of Ghostface? In the succession of the ghosts, he's like uh maybe the nephew or okay. of somebody. But he's uh, in the Ghostface family. Absolutely. And that's important. Absolutely. Okay. But uh but yeah, uh, uh Ghostface the Slump God or something like that. Okay, got it. And um uh, Listen to his music. Okay. And? It's not bad. Right. But I would never go to his concert. Right. I, and I don't know if the slump guy would be impressed that, you know, it's like, an old black guy. Look at this. Guy. Look at this. All right. I have the young people and this old guy. This is awesome. Uh, okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But if I were a musician. True. Selling my wares out there, I'd be like, come one, come all. Sure, but you have to. You can't neglect your base. No, you, you know, you, 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 if the, if it's uh, the kids who made you famous, you got to stick with you the gotta kids. Stay, you got to you got to dance with the one who brung you. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> we are really enjoying this um, Highland Park Valkyrie, and uh, man, I'll tell you, this is an excellent whiskey. This is something that if it's not in your collection, and I have to be honest, American Whiskey Jesus is here doing a confessional. I have slept on Highland Park a little bit as a distillery. Mm. I'm not sure why I have, but I have slept on Highland Park a little bit, and those days are over. I am fully awake to the fact that these guys know what they are doing. Amen, amen. Orkney Island, representing. That's right, that's right. And, uh, boy, I'll tell you. And I got to tell you, I mean, again, as an amateur alcoholic, this uh, this is I'm this is probably my the, my favorite whiskey that we've tasted on the show. Yeah. It's, uh, it's smooth. It tastes great. Um it's a it, it's it's a it's a good grab. It's sweet. It's got a little bite. It's uh it's complex, but it's super drinkable. I'm just gonna give you enough that we can at least toast. All right. Um, this is something that if it's not in your collection, it should be. I I want to say the attention to detail on the box and the bottle and the design and everything else is just. Uh, I mean, obviously you can't compensate for a bad whiskey with a night a cool bottle, but they have not done that. They've made an excellent no. whiskey. And they've done all the other stuff around it. Uh, this is a an impressive piece of work. Absolutely, absolutely. And, uh, so I just want to congratulate the people at Highland Park. Do yourself a favor and get a bottle. Absolutely. Art, I'm going to say Skoll, not Slancha. Skoll. Skoll. Highland Park Valkyrie. It's something you should add to the collection. Thank you for drinking with us.
You got anything to add before we close? Uh, thank you for drinking with us. Watch The Last OG on TBS. Absolutely do that because Art is one of the writers on that show. And thank you, everybody. Have a good night or day or whatever it is you're having at the moment <laughs> with your Highland Park like Valkyrie. Bye-bye, everybody. Gold. In the drinking and the roving, but others take delight in the gambling and the smoking. But I take delight in the juice of the barley and caught in pretty Jenny in the morning bright and early for sharing dum a doo a da What for the daddy-o? What for the daddy-o? There's whiskey in the jar Mushering dum a doo dum a da What for the daddy-o? What for the daddy-o? There's whiskey in the jar